we just set our expectations so high. And I think a lot of it has to do with the lack of knowledge and awareness of what postpartum truly looks like for women and the expectation from society. We kind of come home thinking like, ah, you know, it'll be six weeks. I will be working out five days a week, taking care of the baby, going for walks, doing the groceries, you know, just thinking that you're going to be this super mom. And then when you don't meet those expectations, there's just a great amount of disappointment when reality is that if we set smaller expectations, like take one thing, one day at a time, you might have days where you do feel like super mom and you feel like you are getting everything done. But there are other days where your baby needs you to hold them all day. Being the mom you want to be doesn't have to be difficult. It's all about building healthy self-care habits, overcoming mindset roadblocks, and finding support. Welcome to Habit Maker Mama. It's the go-to podcast for busy moms who want to care for themselves. I'm your host, Heather Kerwin, and I'm a mother of three, pilot wife, and physician assistant. Together, we are going to redefine self-care so you can be the mom you want to be. Let's transform how you care for yourself starting right now. A lot of new moms are eager to know when they will find this magical moment of feeling like themselves again after giving birth. Is it six months, 12 months, two years, 10 years after giving birth? Well, today we have Danielle Smith, who is a visiting nurse, postpartum doula, and new mom here to chat with us all about the topic of feeling like myself again, tips to find balance after birth. She is a registered nurse with her bachelor's in science of nursing. She is a postpartum doula who helps to educate new moms on basic newborn care and provide support in breastfeeding, bottle feeding, sleep, and mental health screening. Her goal is to support and educate moms during the first 14 weeks postpartum so they can feel supported, confident, and empowered through the transition into motherhood. Hi, Danielle. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, no problem. Thank you for asking me to join. This is so much fun. Absolutely. It's such a treat. I know this is like your one day off of, you know, a schedule. <laughs> yes. You know what? We all have busy schedules. And I just feel like, especially as new parents, we all have a million things going on. I am so grateful to have you here. I would love to know a little bit about you, about your background, and a little bit about your journey to becoming a postpartum doula. Yes. So I have kind of an extensive background. I started with my first degree in exercise science, um, which was right out of high school. I actually originally wanted to be a physical therapist. And then once I was involved in that schooling a little bit more, I liked the clinical side of things. Um, I looked into PA school, um, like Heather is. I looked into nursing and I decided to go with nursing. So then I completed an accelerated bachelor's of science in nursing. Um, so I've done that job for five years. I'm a visiting nurse and I had my first child, my son, a year ago in February. And after having him, I just became really passionate about the postpartum period and like connecting with other moms and helping other moms. So at first, I wasn't really sure what direction I was going to go in um, with postpartum health, whether it was going to be fitness, because I have that background in exercise science, um, whether it was going to be nursing. But after more thinking, I was like, I just want to like go to people's homes and help them after they go home from the hospital. I didn't think that that was a job. But then I stumbled upon the postpartum doula role. And I'm like, wait a minute, this is exactly what I've been describing that I want to do. And even... 
being in the medical field and a new mom myself, I had never heard of it. So I think that um, it's a growing role. It's extremely important, especially nowadays with the pandemic and the village, so-called village, shrinking for so many moms. Um, postpartum doulas are becoming much more needed. So I sought out to meet that certification. And I just started in the beginning of this year. That's amazing. So was there any factor in your own postpartum experience? Did you feel um, at all like you were struggling or like you didn't have quite the support that you need that you think shaped your your kind of journey to becoming this um, postpartum doula? So for me, I felt I took a course on labor to like prepare myself for labor, but I never really looked into postpartum at all. And I planned to breastfeed. I remember before having my son, I was like, oh, I am like feeling really ready for labor and delivery. Obviously, there is untold, but I feel like I've done all the preparation I can, but I have no idea about breastfeeding or postpartum. And that was the truth. And luckily, I did have, I have a really good support system, but I just, I still found myself Googling things in the middle of the night. Like, how long until I feel like myself again? Um, how long until, like, I'm, the soreness goes away, the weakness goes away? And I felt a little discouraged in the beginning, thinking, like, oh, my gosh, is this going to be a really long time that I'm feeling like this? And it wasn't. I mean, it was a few weeks. But I just think, like, had I prepared myself prior to going into this postpartum um, time, then I would have been more prepared and just been like, okay, this is what postpartum looks like and it does change for everybody everybody's labors are different everybody's history is different but just having an idea of what's normal I think would help so then you know what to report when it's abnormal and you're not stuck googling like should I be concerned is this okay yeah absolutely and I can't agree more that there is so much information about you know the pregnancy phase and labor and delivery and then all of a sudden there's such a drop off and there isn't a lot of thought about preparing for that kind of time phase, that time postpartum. And, you know, I, I've definitely envisioned, oh, breastfeeding is going to be so easy. And like everyone makes it look glorious. And then with my first, it was so difficult. And I just remember Googling a billion things on it and wishing, yeah, I wish like I had more help in this area. So. I love that um, you are providing a broad range of topics of help in postpartum because it's a lot. Do you think that it is the case that so many moms are kind of asking themselves, like, why, you know, when will I feel like myself again? Why don't I feel like myself? Is there any, is there any science to kind of what's happening in this postpartum phase? So there's a few things. The first is your hormones drop drastically, right? right after having the baby so some people there is no issues with that and your body responds fine and other people are just so sensitive to the hormone drop that they experience depression anxiety um body tremors weakness more than normal hot flashes just to name a few and again other people are not sensitive to it and it's much better but you don't really know how your body's going to respond until you're in in the thick of it. That's the first thing. So the physiological changes that go on to new moms. The second is that historically moms stayed home and didn't work. So the women were home and you've had this village that would come and help you, whether it was grandparents, other uh, mothers in the area would all come and help you postpartum. 
But now where a lot of women work in society is just busier, we don't have that village that we used to. I know even for myself, our moms have both been tremendously helpful, but they both work. So it's not like they were here 24-7 helping out. And I think that that's the case for a lot of people. Um, friends who are working, work again, back in the 50s, it was much less common for women to work full time. They stayed home and kind of helped each other out. But we're discharging people from the hospital sooner and we still need the same amount of help, but the help just is not there. So I think that that plays a big role too, where women are sent home sometimes the next day after having the baby with all of these new, not problems, but things that are going on to their body and little help or little support. So one positive thing that I've noticed since the pandemic is that there's a lot more online support, which I think can be extremely helpful. Just if you're in that moment where you're just so defeated and don't feel like you know what you're doing, you can reach out to somebody online and get a little quicker access or obviously in-person assistance is available as well. But I think that's a big part of why there are just so many problems with new moms. Absolutely. And I love that you point out both the physiologic response that contributes to physical and mental changes that we're going through in that postpartum phase. I think if you can kind of in that moment know, okay, I'm postpartum and there's so much going on with my hormones and that's probably why I'm feeling just all over the place so that you don't have this pressure to feel like something must be wrong with me. Like, what, why do I feel like this? Something, something just isn't right here. And to know like this is this is part of the process and there is help available to navigate this new change both in your physical and mental um well-being and um so i love that you were able to like point out those physiologic changes like you said we often just don't notice you know there's not a lot of that resource out there telling us that that's what's going to happen and this is likely how you're going to feel so there's a sense of um expectation about what might need to come. I definitely remember a few times of, um, you know, after my first was born and um, I had an incredible help in the first couple of weeks and then my husband, who is um, a pilot, he had to go leave for the weekend and I was by myself and my mom had just left it. It was just me and baby. And I just remembered feeling so overwhelmed, exhausted, I'm not usually somebody who cries and I was just bawling all over the place and just felt so overwhelmed. And I imagine that if I had had a resource like a postpartum doula or some of those virtual services, I would have felt a lot more um, comforted in knowing like, okay, we're going to get through this. It's okay. Um, So I just love that you are providing that. So now that we are, you know, we've got women in different stages where some might be getting ready to be postpartum. Some might be newly postpartum. Some might be a few, you know, years even down the road, but that postpartum stays with you kind of forever. What tips would you give to kind of finding balance after birth? How, you know, where do you think that we should start kind of looking at this area? So I think one of the things that I noticed in myself and in clients and with friends that I've spoken to is that we just set our expectations so high. And I think a lot of it has to do with the lack of knowledge and awareness of what postpartum truly looks like for women and the expectation from society, oh, just wait till the baby's born, you know, it's going to be love. And that is true. 
but there's also a lot going on. So we kind of come home thinking like, ah, you know, it'll be six weeks. I will be working out five days a week, taking care of the baby, going for walks, doing the groceries, you know, just thinking that you're going to be this super mom. And then when you don't meet those expectations, there's just a great amount of disappointment when reality is that if we set smaller expectations, like take one thing, one day at a time, you might have days where you do feel like super mom and you feel like you are getting everything done. But there are other days where your baby needs you to hold them all day. They're cluster feeding. If you are just sitting on the couch and haven't gotten one thing done and just knowing that that's okay and you're going to have days like that, it does not make you a bad mom. It does not make your baby any different than any other babies. But I just think, and I know that was the case for me too, is that you just have this expectation and when you don't need it, you're disappointed. Where if we create more realistic expectations, then I just think we'll feel a lot better about ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I definitely, um, I definitely struggle with that at the beginning, you know, my expectation with my first with oh, maternity leave. I've been working full time in the emergency department. This is going to be a vacation. We're going to do other things and it's going to be so nice. And uh, no, that was not the case. And because my expectations were so high, I definitely struggled with that. Um, I'm just not getting anything done. I can't do anything. You know, even though I'm tired, I need to push through. I need to get all of these things checked off the list. And I wish that I would have viewed productivity in different sets. That, you know, productivity can be sitting on the couch and snuggling. And that can be your most productive and most important thing if you just view it that way. Yeah, and it's so common for, I've heard from so many people. I just wish that I... I just cherished those first few weeks more. And instead of being so worried and just feeling like I was supposed to be doing so much more, if I had just focused on like snuggling my little baby, I would have been so much happier. So I think, again, like the picture of postpartum that we put out there as society and on the internet, if we change that view, then I think that people will feel a lot better about, you know, what postpartum looks like for them. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that can also apply you know, if you have one, then you get that opportunity maybe to snuggle on the couch. But if you have maybe a toddler and your newborn, that time it's is difficult to find. And so keeping that expectation low, like, you know, it might be that maybe you're using screen time a little bit more and that's okay. You know, let those um, preconceived notions of what you should be doing go and, you know, find a little bit more peace and kind of going with the flow. Uh, what has been your most enjoyable experience so far as a postpartum doula? So for me, it's really connecting with other new moms and just talking to them about their experience and giving them some knowledge, like they have questions and then they feel better and feel like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm normal. And that's, I know I've said it three times, but that is like the underlying thing is that moms think they're not normal or like there's something wrong with my baby or there's something wrong with me. So once they hear like, no, that's like very typical for this time period, then they can take a step back and be like, wait a minute, it's okay that I'm not getting, doing all these things or my baby's cluster feeding for three weeks because that is very typical for a newborn baby. So I think just like empowering moms that giving them the information so they know that everything is going okay and they can feel more comfortable in those first few weeks and not like they're Googling a million questions I think that's the most rewarding yeah that's amazing and I was doing a little bit of research yesterday before our call and I I saw something kind of interesting that I thought I might share that I thought was really interesting this person had um 
created a Venn diagram where it was one side was before baby and then other was you after baby. And combining these two things to kind of show, you know, what you enjoy before baby, what now is happening after baby, but seeing where you can make these pieces come together to find some more of that balance and to feel a little bit like, okay, these were the things that I enjoyed. How can I incorporate them into what I'm doing now? And I I really liked that thought of, you don't have to just completely give up every single thing that used to make you, you. There are still ways to incorporate it. It might look different and you have to kind of go with the flow of that part of things, but it doesn't have to be a completely, um, you know, change 100% in, in who you are. So we just thought that was kind of a, a, an interesting um, experiment and, and something that you could try if you're in that place. Yeah, I love that because before I got pregnant, I was always really worried to become a mom for the same exact reason. Like, I love my life now. I don't want to have to give up some of these things that I really enjoy. But since becoming a mom, like, yes, there have been struggles and struggles will to continue to come out as my son gets older and I'm learning him in each phase. But I'm still able to do some of the things that I love. And that was really important to me. Um, yeah, like you said, yes, they look different, but I'm not, I don't have to give up everything about me to be his mom. It's just an accent to myself now and a new title that I have. Yeah, that's amazing. So I'd love to know a little bit, um, are there any number one books that you read or articles that you've read that you think kind of hit home on maybe some of those physiologic changes or those um, also mental changes that you're going through? And then secondarily, how can you help us? What do you have for us? Yes. So um, a book that I actually brought that I loved is this one right here. Um, I can link it below after this. Um, Good Moms Have Scary Thoughts. So if you're a mom who has postpartum depression or anxiety or intrusive thoughts, this is a great, it's very easy to read. It has pictures and like this chapter six is called Google Mom. And then it's kind of like, it's almost like a comical picture based, but it just like helps moms realize that they're normal. And I think that that's the common, common thing that I see is moms who are having intrusive thoughts or postpartum depression or anxiety don't want to say anything because they're bringing like, oh, I shouldn't be feeling like this. I don't want anybody to know that I'm feeling like this. They still love their baby. So they don't want people to think like, oh, well, then they're going to think that I don't love my baby and I'm not doing a good job. Like that's not at all true. Like, like we just talked about, the hormones play a huge role. There are resources out there to help moms. But just like, again, bring awareness that this is very common. It's okay if you're feeling this way, but let's get you help so that you can feel better and be able to enjoy the first X amount of weeks of your child's life. And it is totally okay to get help, whether it's you've seen a doctor, medication, counselors, reaching out to other support. Another thing I do find is that through postpartum doula services or just support in general, moms who have that support have somebody to ask questions to in in talk to tend to have better experiences postpartum um, than people who don't have as good of a support system, which is, again, pretty understandable because if you have somebody to answer your questions and and you feel like you know what to look for and what you're doing, then you're going to feel a lot more confident as well. Amazing. And so then what do you um, offer as far as your services as a postpartum doula? Yes. So right now I offer virtual consultations for anybody. The best 
the best thing to do is to hire before you have the baby so we can do a prenatal visit and just kind of talk about your risk factors and I can give you some information about what postpartum might look like. Um, but it is very common for moms to get into that those first few weeks and then feel like, oh my gosh, I need help. I didn't realize that this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is okay to reach out to. That's such an amazing way to find support through Danielle is her services. And of course, just go back through this and listen to some of the um, wonderful tips that Danielle has left for us about lowering your expectations and understanding that so much of this is physiologic and what we're going through as moms. Um, and I, I, it's so interesting and so crucial. I, I couldn't agree more that I wish it was stressed about finding this help in that phase of, you know, being whatever, six months along, six months pregnant before, but it's just, I don't think you, it's hard to realize and understand before you go through it. But the more I think mothers who have children can help explain that and bring awareness to that will be helpful for the new moms going through it. I also want to mention there is a website called Doula Match. So if you are looking for a local doula in your area, you can go on that website and it will show you a list of a bunch of doulas in your area. And second thing is I always recommend reaching out because our goal is to help people. If cost is a barrier, reaching out to either somebody on Instagram or um, even on their website and just asking for help, they really might be able to tailor to your needs. So Beautiful. I love that. I really hope that you go to Balance After Birth so that you can learn a little bit more about what Danielle is offering and everything that she is providing as far as tips on how to find that balance after birth. If you're loving the Habit Maker Mama podcast, I want to invite you to check out our free five-day self-care plan so you can jumpstart your journey to incorporating self-care into your day as a busy mom. You can head to habitmakermama.com forward slash prioritize yourself challenge or head to the link in the show notes. You'll receive daily support to help you succeed in starting your journey. Again, head to habitmakermama.com forward slash prioritize yourself challenge. See you next time.